This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. I think the memory of this experience is actually seared into my very soul. When I found myself standing in this gray mist with the realization that I had died, I remember feeling so overjoyed and so thrilled because I knew that even though I was what we call dead, I was still very much alive, very much alive. I was totally aware. And I began to pour out these feelings of thanksgiving. I wasn't doing it verbally, but it seemed that the very essence of me was saying, Thank you, thank you, thank you, God. Thank you that you set it up this way, that I really am, I really am immortal. I was not annihilated. And I was involved in this tremendous pouring forth of gratitude and joy. And as that was going on inside me, this white light started infiltrating my consciousness and it came into me. It seemed that I went out into it. I expanded into it as it came into my field of consciousness. And there was nothing that I was aware of except this brilliant white light. And the light brought with it the most incredible feelings of total love, total safety, total protection, and I was just enveloped in this. I remember, I remember feeling almost cradled by it. It was, it was so dynamic, it was almost palpable. And as I existed in this white light and in this incredible love, I began to be rapturous. And the rapture built, and the bliss built, and my, my, my consciousness of everything seemed to expand with the, with the bliss of it all. And suddenly there came into my field of consciousness an entire field of knowledge. It was like a block. It was like a whole block of knowledge that just simply came in and settled itself on me. And I knew what takes several sentences to tell. But it didn't come in in several sentences. It just came in all of a piece. And what I knew was that I was immortal, that I was eternal, that I was indestructible, that I always had been and that I always would be and that there was no way in this world that I could ever be lost, that it was impossible for me to fall into a crack in the universe somewhere and never be heard from again. I just knew that I was utterly safe and that I always had been 
forever and ever and ever. And when that block of knowledge was digested by me, as it were, another block of knowledge came in, another whole field came into my being. And what I knew then was that the universe runs according to a perfect plan. I knew that the plan was perfect. And everything that we think about as hard to understand or unfair or uh, cruel, brutal, whatever, that that was all really without meaning. Um, And I know that's very difficult. But I knew this. I understood it. I comprehended it in a way that when I came back from the experience, I really couldn't comprehend anymore. But I understood that all of the things that we worry about and that concern us, we don't have to worry about at all. There is a perfect plan, and the plan is working itself out in its perfection. And I know that I had lost all sense of having a body. It it was just my consciousness, uh, sort of pure and free-floating. And I did not think at all during this part of the experience. I had no thoughts. I was like a receiving station. I merely felt and absorbed and took in and, and did not think at all. But I reached the point in, in the rapture of it all where I thought to myself suddenly, the first thought, I wonder how much more of this I can stand before I shatter. And with that thought, the light began to recede. So the universe will not let us shatter. We We cannot take in more of this bliss and joy than we are able to handle at the time. And as the light began to recede, of course, the the rapture that I had built up uh, also began to dissipate. And for a couple of seconds, I could not remember what was going on. I remember thinking to myself, I don't know how I got here. I can't remember what's going on. I I didn't know whether I had been in that light for a minute or a day or a hundred years. I I think the the force of all that energy uh, just produced a condition in me of, of amnesia for a couple of seconds. But that was not allowed to last very long either because um, within a second or two, I found myself standing in an absolutely beautiful green meadow. And I knew what was going on. I knew again who I was, that I had died. Um, my amnesia period was over with. And I stood there in this gorgeous meadow, and I remember that the light was different from the light here on earth, although it was not that 
that brilliant white light in which I was involved, but it was a more beautiful light. Um, there was a goldenness to this light. And I remember the sky was very blue. I don't recall seeing the sun. Um, the colors were extraordinary. The green of the meadow was fantastic. There were flowers blooming all around and the flowers had colors that I had never seen before. And I, you know, I was very aware that I had never seen these colors before and I was very excited about it. And, you know, I was just standing here thinking, oh my gosh, I've never seen these colors before. And I thought I'd seen all the colors and I was thrilled to death. The beauty was incredible. And in addition to the fantastic colors, I could see a soft light glowing inside every living thing. You know, it was not a, a light that was reflected from an outside uh, source. You could always tell that it was coming from somewhere in the center of this growing thing, this flower, this leaf, whatever. Just this beautiful, soft light. And I think that I was seeing the life inside of everything. And when I had finished, more or less, uh, looking at this exquisite beauty, I started to walk and I'd only taken a, a few steps before I saw that there was in front of me um, a hill. It was a rather low hill and there were perhaps 18 or 19 or 20 people standing on the hill and they were dressed in robes, very simple uh, I suppose maybe Grecian uh, type robes. Uh, and they were also in all these beautiful colors. There were men, there were women. Um, there were more men than women there. I don't know why. Uh, I've thought about this a little bit. <laughs> but there were both men and women there. No one that I knew. But then I really had no close emotional ties with anyone on the other side. So it was not surprising that... Uh, that, that no one was there that I knew. And I thought to myself, oh, I want to talk with them. And it seemed that immediately I was there on top of the hill. Now, I don't know whether I was able to just glide there very quickly and effortlessly or whether I only had to think that I wanted to be there and I was there. What I do remember is that I did not have to climb the hill. There was no effort involved in this. And as I found myself um, at the top of the hill, right at that moment, three or four of the men who were in this group of people on the hill came to me and we met. And I said to them, I know what has happened. I realize that I am dead. I know what's going on. And one man of the group did all of the talking to me. He was quite tall. He was taller than the rest. And I remember that the robe he was wearing was purple. And he had a white fringe of hair that went around. The top of his head was bald. He had an absolutely marvelous face. It was very noble, very kind. Um, I guess what we would think of as a very spiritual face. He also uh, had about him a great deal of authority. 
so that I, I felt that I was talking to someone who um, I could trust completely. And when I said to him, I know what's going on, I know that I've died, he said, yes, that's true, but you are not going to be staying here because it isn't time for you to be here yet. And I said to him again then, um, everything that has happened to me since I crossed over is so beautiful. Everything is so perfect. What about my sins? And he said, there are no sins, not the way you think of them on earth. He said, the only thing that has any meaning here is what you think. And then he asked me a question. He said, what is in your heart? And in some incredible way that I don't understand at all, I was enabled to look deeply inside myself, really into the very core of me, into my essence. And I saw that what was there was love and nothing else. My core was perfect love, loving perfection. I had, I had complete love and acceptance for everything. I saw my own gentleness, tenderness, harmlessness. I, I simply was perfect and loving. And then I said, can you tell me what everything is all about? The whole world everything. And he said, yes. And he told me, and it took maybe three sentences at the most. It was so simple. I understood that immediately. I had total comprehension of what he was saying to me. And I remember again saying to him, of course. And then I said to him, since I'm not going to be able to stay, there are so many people I want to take this back to. May I take this all back with me? And he said, you may take the answer to the first question back. That was the one about sin. But he said, the answer to the second one, you are not going to be able to remember. And the next thing I knew, there was a tremendous loud banging in my head. And it was really, it was... It was loud, and it was fast, and it was extremely irritating. Uh, it went on for just a few seconds, just this loud bang, 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 bang. And then that was over, and there was a sort of electronic click in my ear. And I really will never forget the sound of that click, because I remember thinking, that sounds almost like a tape recorder. And when the click clicked, that was it. I was back, and I opened my eyes, and I looked over, and my doctor was standing over here, and she was doing something to my chest that hurt me very much, and I said to her, I don't mean to be rude, but I really wish you would stop that, and she smiled a very small smile and said, well, all right, then I will.